0: Welcome to a very special edition of Riverland Footy Folklore brought to you by BJR Painting Services. Check out their Facebook page or give Brody a call on 0418 127 for all of your indoor or outdoor painting requirements. Today's guest really needs no introduction, he's a member of the Australian Football Hall of Fame, a South Australian football legend and icon a fearsome competitor and the man who struck fear into the hearts of many of Victorian. He's also uh, born and bred in the Riverland, and our guest is Donald Neil Curley. Welcome, mate. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me down to your house. Beautiful spot you got here.
1: Yeah, we're happy with it. Yeah? Yeah, very happy with it.
0: I really appreciate that. Um, we might as well go right back to the start, mate. Um, you are one of six kids growing up in the... In six the children, that's right.
1: Yeah. Five boys, one, one girl.
0: Yeah. Uh, Je- Jennifer, is that right?
1: Pardon? Is it Jennifer? Jennifer yep. Ann.
0: Uh, how'd she go with five boys? Um, she learned to be pretty tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she
1: had to be a poor kid. <laughs>
0: well, I imagine, um, you know, you all would have been pretty tough and, and learned some, you know, discipline. Because you worked on the fruit block, is that right? The family had the fruit? Well, block. no,
1: we had a we had a veggie block. A veggie block. Yeah. had a love day. Yep. We lost Dad, of course, when I was 11, mm-hmm. and Mum had us six kids to raise. Yeah. You talk about hard times for us. It was a very, very tough, hard time, yeah. and we learned how to survive. And in doing that, I, I guess it, it breathed a little bit of hardness and determination uh, within, mm. and uh, I think I had a, quite a bit of that as I started to grow. And um I remember at thirteen I played my first a A-grade game over at Maitland when I was staying with my uncle yeah and I was I was proper scared. no, <laughs> I really was and uh, but then I came back to um Loveday and played for the Barmer Colts mm-hmm. the under 18s. I was fifteen then, played my first game uh, and we we won the premiership. What was it like running around as a lad on the, on the old Barmer oval and well it was the. I had to ride my bike in from Day, mm-hmm. five mile. away, no lights when I was on the way home, yeah. so I was breaking the law a bit. <laughs> um, but I remember the day um, my mate had a motorbike and we were to play at Wakeree. Mm-hmm. So we said, well, well, go down the bike. So, okay, we got yeah. the bike, we got down there and uh, we played our game. And then the A-grade played after us, Mm -hmm. and uh, they were short, two players short. Something happened to their car or something. So I was one of the persons they picked to play again in the A-grade side. Nice. So halfway through the second quarter, I got this whack, bloody good one too, and it hurt. And all of a sudden there was a fellow played for us called uh, Buff Fletcher. Mm-hmm. Big, strong bull from Fletcher. Fletcher uh, transport. Transport. That's yep. it. And uh, he came up and he grabbed that fella. You touch this young fella again, which was me, yep. and I'll knock your bloody head <laughs> off. His name was um, Yeah. and we played we played A grade and uh, Sunraysia combined game, mm-hmm. and he he helped me a bit there. He used to, and I yeah I played full back and. That was another learning curve playing fullback. Mm. Yeah, there are a lot of ladders, steps you got to take if you want to ta- if you want to get to the top. Yeah, and uh, discipline's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, fitness is another. Courage is another, and skills another. And uh, I was lucky; I could take a lot of high marks. I don't know why, but I could. Yeah. And um, so you learn. The more you play, the better you become. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it turned out to be a good stepping stone to what was to come.
0: Were there any coaches in particular that stood out that sort of helped you along the way to gain those skills? Well,
1: in, in the, in the Colts, we had uh, a teacher, mm-hmm. uh, Ken somebody, and uh, he, he he didn't do too much, just go kicking the ball around in circle work, that type of stuff.
0: You mentioned um, your, your dad obviously, he passed away. You know. yeah. Now he was he served in both World
1: Wars, didn't he? Served him yes. He he put the put the wrong name of his birthday dates in. Oh did he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he came back uh, quite wounded and not well. Yeah. He was a blacksmith by trade and he was out of camp ten as a blacksmith and uh, and they had to run him into Doors Road and unfortunately that was the end of him. Yep. He was only 45 years of age. Yeah, right, so really quite young. And of course, mum's left with us six. Mm. Wasn't easy on her. Yeah. You know, they, they they think how tough it is today. Well, she was pretty tough back then. bad. Mm. Yeah. Well, she... and then um, I decided to mum that I'd head off and try and earn some money mm-hmm. up in the bush, which I did. And I went to, I had a little motorbike and I went to a place called Bal Ranald.
0: How old were you then, Neil?
1: I was 16. Just, yeah, just, okay. just got my license yeah, for my happen, motorbike. That wouldn't happen these days. <laughs> well, Mum said, Where are you going? I said, Mum, I don't know. I'm just going looking for work. Yeah, Mum was happy for the. Well, she didn't stop me, but she went, she was. Now, remember, you're on your own, blah, 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 blah. blah. Yeah. But I took off. And I got to Berrynal that evening, went to the um, cafe, over cafes then, mm-hmm. ordered a chocolate malted milk, and I said, "Ask the chappie where I could get work." Yeah. He said, "Go out to Yanga Station, about seven miles out on your bike, find it. You might get a job there." Well, I went out there, spoke to the big boss, and uh, he gave me a job. And I was digging post holes with a pick with a shovel and, and crowbar for yeah. the first few months <laughs> talk about hard yakka which was bloody good and then i got a job out further on boundary riding and looking after sheep and cattle did that for just over 12 months then i went um interstate transport driving semi-trailers with a bloke by the name of potty Jure, who had a couple of semis i was taking vegetables to melbourne market yeah, okay. and that type of stuff and then eventually I came back, had to do national service, mm-hmm. under eighteen. And we did that at Woodside, but in the meantime I was playing for Barmera, A grade. Okay. And uh, that's when things started to gain a bit of motion. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, that that was I enjoyed that, and I was, I was very fit, always fit, and I was pretty strong and hard too, yeah. quite muscly because of. The work i was doing and um played one game for uh, west adelaide mm-hmm. in 52 i'd never trained with them i didn't know anybody <laughs> but i played this game at west torrens against west torrens and i met a big chappy in the uh, national service at woodside called john holness and he virtually ran the camp at a place called Cooley milker in woomera okay and uh, so he asked me if I'd like to come up. I said, well, I might as well. I'm, I've, I've got to look for work. Mm-hmm. So I went up there and we lived in tents for the 12 months. But uh, we used to kick a ball around the back of the tents. And uh, three weeks before the first game, they didn't win a game the year before, the team. But three weeks before the first game, they decided to have a meeting, elected a president, secretary, treasurer, and then, well, we got to have a coach. Well, this chappy with a hat on, well, he'd be in his 60s, I suppose. He said, I'll recommend, recommend that kid there, that one. I don't know what his name is, but I've watched him kick the ball. He's pretty good.
0: You would have been, what, 18? I was 18. Yeah.
1: Just turned 19. 19, yeah. And um, so I said, woo, woo, I don't know how to coach. <laughs> i got no idea. Seconded. i I'm coach.
0: <laughs> so you locked in.
1: Pardon? You looked into it. Well, I, I wrote a letter to Jack O'Ty. Mm-hmm. I sat in the tent this night and with a pencil. And I have Dear Mr O'Ty, my name is Neil Curley. I've been appointed captain coach of the Coolie Milk Football Club and I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Could you please give me some help? Yeah. And to the great man's credit, he replied. And uh, to this day, I th- thank you all for that, even though he's not with us anymore it's tremendous. and uh, okay so we started we had 15 for the first game mm-hmm. no jumpers three of us had football boots the rest <laughs> one bloke played in slippers with rubbers holding it <laughs> it was a pretty ragtime show anyhow we won the premiership Wow. five goal 12 to five goal two i was awarded the male medal the next one closest to me was 20 points below oh yeah and then i went to wala for two years we won a couple of premierships there met my lovely wife barb who's Mm -hmm. still with us after still with me after 60 odd years i don't don't know how but (laughs) she is and uh then went left there and went to adelaide to start playing proper footy yeah
0: yeah Yeah. and so you went said you're in the national service so yeah is that something you consider maybe taking the next step and and join the army like you dad? Well, it was pretty.
1: It was very strong discipline. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I took a while to sort of mm-hmm. adhere that. I, yeah. I was a bit, a bit of a rebel. just a bit, yeah. Yeah. And eventually, of course, um, you learn to do what they tell you to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I, I did have a bit of a tough one with a, a he Wasn't he? Was, and he was uh, the sergeant or some the sergeant major? And, he used to give me hell. Yeah. I didn't like him. So I punched him.
0: <laughs> How'd that go
1: down? Well it didn't go down well. I they put me in the jail. Oh really? Out there, yeah. Wow. They marched me up in the jail. <laughs> How long did you spend in there? Uh two nights. Yeah. Two nights. And then uh, I got out and then the, the camp finished. And uh you were supposed to report uh once once a month. And once a week and then monthly had a camp. Mm-hmm. I, I went AWL. Yeah, really? Yeah, well, I went to Woomera. Yeah, so you just took off from... Uh, I didn't, didn't know that, uh, yeah. Yeah, I went to... And uh, they used to call on mum and ask where I was. Well, I never wrote to mum. Mm-hmm. And um, she honestly didn't know. Because that was all constri- conscription Oh, yeah, then. my word, yeah. Yeah, you had to, yeah. you had to do it. you had to he had a report to Woods, um, um In Adelaide, there, there's a camp uh, where they have it in, in the heart of going towards Glenelg. That's up from Glenelg. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, so that that was interesting, and um, they, they never ever found me until yeah. my time lapsed. So I was okay then. So nothing came of it. Was enough, no? yeah, it was finished. It was all over. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. Good,
0: yeah. Excellent. Um, I'm going to go on a bit of a limb here and say I know you played a l- football a lot of places, but I'm going to go on the limb and say that whaler was probably probably the one you not not most enjoyed, but probably you know what ended up coming out of it meeting meeting your well, wife. Well, that's probably well, the most important the th- one.
1: Wyala football and Wyala was streets ahead of football and Cooling Millcraw. Yeah, I bet it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody had boots, everything was pretty professional. We're not paid, of course, but mm. um, I was made um, captain coach yeah. and Jimmy Mill, the president of the club, North Wyala. He, uh, he and I settled on a fee of a hundred pound mm-hmm. and um, we won the two premierships. And we played quite a few association games, which was all good learning. Yeah. You know, you're a 19-year-old kid trying to learn uh, how to get the best out of footy. Mm-hmm. And, and then, of course, as I said, we, we came to Adelaide to live. West Adelaide found us a, play, a place to stay. And uh, I, 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 want, I demanded that. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not coming down there to play for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I want somewhere to stay. Yeah. We spent the next, Mum had a place down there. We spent the first two weeks with her and then we started to come up this lovely little flat and um, that's where we stayed for about 15 months and then um, we bought a housing trust place up in the, you know, above and uh, Brighton Way Mm -hmm. and so things went, took off from there. Obviously,
0: coach flags at Wyler but you also set to coach South Gambia, weren't you, into Westies?
1: Yes, uh, I, yes, yeah, that's there. right. <laughs> uh, but West West Adelaide wouldn't give me a clearance. They were pretty keen to keep you, weren't they? Yeah, well, they were because I'd come down and played one game mm. when I was a Wyler yep. That held me, bound me to them for a further three years. Um, so yeah, they 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 wouldn't clear me. Mm-hmm. So I just knuckled down and played with Westies. Is it
0: true that they found a coach for South Gambia to replace yes, you? Yes, they did. Yeah, right. um, so they must have Bernie, really, really but, wanted you and respected the way yes, you felt about
1: it. Yeah, well, uh, I'd already played two trials, mm-hmm. so I guess they could see that I had a little bit of mm. uh, footy in me. And, uh, yeah, they were keen to keep me. I'm just trying to think of the boys' surname that they...
0: It's probably fair to say you tri- well and truly established, established yourself as a player at West Adelaide this time around, though. I'd, I imagine that the footy played around that time,
1: back in the 50s, would have been pretty tough and uncompromising. Well, it was totally different to what it is today. Mm. There were very, very few short passes. Like today, there's hundreds of damn things. There were very few handballs. It was only if they were desperately in trouble. Mm -hmm. So you had to to be good enough to find your own ball and use it properly. And... um, that, you know, that, that's a big learning curve coming into that pressure or standard of football mm. as to what I had before. Um, but I adjusted pretty happy the way I adjusted. And I remember Bull Rebel, who used to play for Port and was a, one of the writers for the Advertiser, said, this young fella looks like he might have a bit of ability. He He might be a bit hard and rough, but... I think he'll be okay. <laughs> so that was that was my first year there. Yeah. Well, he was probably one yeah, well, of the money there. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You got to play under Jack O'Di in the end. I did four West years. Uh, all those years after riding to him, you could yep. play under him. Yeah. Well, what was that like playing? Oh, under fantastic! Him? Uh, learned
1: a hell of a lot off Jack Odie. Yeah. Um, very strong believer in skill, mm-hmm. uh, which of course is very good. Encouraged handball as an attacking weapon not so much a defensive weapon, mm-hmm. and uh, very and tough. People thought he was a gentleman, Jack, gentleman, Jack, my backside. He was a tough taskmaster. Yeah,
0: right.
1: Oh, yeah. And, but did it the right way. Mm. Did it in an encouraging way. You know, not a down um, yeah. type of thing. Um, learned a lot off Jack. And he got a bit unlucky with us at Westies. He got us in the three grand finals. Mm. We didn't win one. Yeah. Just they, got pipped.
0: Were they close? They were, yeah, against, two of them were real close. Against Port, is that right? Against Port. Yeah. Always against Port. Yeah, bloody Port. Bloody <laughs> Port, yeah. <laughs> so at the end of 1960, I think it was, they decided to move Jack on for some well, reason. Well,
1: Jack was waiting for a, a, a change in employment at the news mm-hmm. and he was elevated right up to a higher yeah. position yeah. and he, he couldn't sort of give them an answer before the first game, mm-hmm. so they appointed me yeah. as uh, the captain coach for that, that uh, yeah, from there. So it was obviously quite often done back then, play, play Yeah, captain well, coach? Normally a, yeah, if he was young enough to play, he was nearly always a captain coach, yeah. yeah.
0: So so he didn't play at all that year, Jack?
1: No, Jack wasn't involved. No, okay,
0: no. yeah, right. No, yeah. Um, Turned out pretty well for you though. Flag in your first year,
1: 1961? <laughs> yeah, and I remember the grand final, it was uh, 36 degrees. Uh, was it 35 the, actually. The Turkish bath game? Turkish before? bath yeah. game. And we were not allowed to drink water. Not allowed? It was medically taboo to drink water during wow. the course of a game. That's, uh, we could suck an orange, <laughs> yeah. but no drinking. That's bizarre. Well, I lost three quarters of a stone in weight. Wow. And I conked out on the uh, Channel 7 news being interviewed by laura jarvis i i was sick yeah because i had a mouthful of a big bottle of wo- lemonade mm-hmm. after the game and it just affected my body and i was sick yeah and um lost a lot a lot of weight because it was bloody hot mm. and really really hot yeah and then of course the following year in 62 we got the grand final again i had to give two players medical test on Saturday morning mm-hmm. and they both failed yeah. one was Ken Eustace okay. so pretty and, and the other one was Don Roach both all Australians mm. and we got beaten by two points Yeah, so those two played potentially the well, well i I've, I've different- said to I've, I've said to John Cale well after that because he always gloats over it <laughs> I said John how would it have been just let's look at this how would it be if Foss Williams had to give you and Jeff Motley fitness test Saturday morning, and you both failed, but I had Roach and Eustace playing for me. Mm. I think it would have been a bit different. Absolutely. Outcome, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, the end of 62, um, for some reason, they, after a grand final and, and a premiership, they've decided to move you on. What, what happened there?
1: Well, uh, the then-president, Cliff Semler, and his backup man, Cliff Todd, uh, feared that a chappy by the name of Mr. Vin Keane, uh, he and I were very close friends. (laughs) And uh, uh, he was a self-made man, quite a wealthy man. And we used to give ideas. Oh, well, he he said, hang on, Vin, we've got to pass it on to whoever. So this day he said, "Um, how's it all going? I said, Vin, we're running out of players. We haven't got enough backup. Why? I said, who's, your, who's your recruiting? I like, it's me. I said, I've got to go and head and do it if I can. He said, well, look, I'll employ a chappie. His name's Alan Killigrew. He's prepared to do the job. I will pay his wages for three years, but the club has complete control of him.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: want any control. I said, I said, I've got to ring Cliff's Emma and I'll get him down to talk to you. So I rang I picked him up in my car, took him down there to his office, blah, blah, blah. Said, outlined it at a cliff. He said, oh, I'll have to put it to the committee. Refused.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Refused. That's bizarre. Unbelievable. I cannot believe it. We had a team, oh, so that not only sacked me, mm-hmm. I did play out the next year though, mm-hmm. then I left, then five other state players left with me. Wow. So... He absolutely wrecked a club that would have been as powerful as Port mm. in that period.
0: Yeah.
1: It's amazing. Some, uh, some people amaze me.
0: Yeah. So um, one of those things, isn't it? Sliding, sliding doors moment. If they go the other way, things potentially could be a lot like I, I could LA not wear,
1: run the club. I didn't want to have bloody have anything to do with running the club. Yeah. I just wanted to coach the team and get the best out of them, mm-hmm. which was happening.
0: Not, so you played out sixty three though, and under, under
1: your good friend Buster's. played out. Won the won the. Uh, I, I lost the BNF by one vote, mm-hmm. and I know I never got votes from Mister Semler. Yeah right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, You're a bit dirty on him, are <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. So did the South
0: Adelaide approach you during the sixty three season. Did they have they have sort of got uh, wind of well going
1: on, or no? Not towards towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, Cliff Todd came up. Uh, Cliff Todd. Uh, Oh, good came around in the hotel one day and uh, put the proposition to me and I said, well, hang on, we've got to wait till this season ends mm-hmm. and uh, then I'll speak to you. Yep. And um, so it did end and uh, he came around and interviewed me. He was a president of South Adelaide and uh, I agreed to sign mm-hmm. on a, a nice, very nice contract in those days. Yeah. And that South wouldn't West wouldn't clear me. Okay. So I had to stand down the first six games. Really? Yeah. And then Vin paid for clearance, Vin Keane. Yeah okay. Fifteen hundred pound. Wow. He paid for clearance. And my first game was against South Adelaide at Port in uh, at Adelaide up uh, against Port Adelaide. Yeah. Adelaide Oval. Your old, old enemy? But the players on Thursday night said, "Now look," and they were top. Mm-hmm. South were top then after six games, yeah. and they said, "Coach, don't think you're walking into this side just like that." <laughs> Luckily, one player got hurt, yeah. and uh, so I stuck myself in the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, well. That was a uh, that was a gift from God that uh, that premiership. Yeah, Port's halftime score was 010 Really. We were five twelve, they were 0, 10 Yeah. Clem Croft was his name, that president of South Adelaide. Yeah. That that no, when no. Uh, that was something very very special.
0: Yeah. yeah. Nice to get one back over Port, I bet.
1: Well, it was, it was, 'cause where the South had been, you know, right down there for mm. so long, but she was when I went there, I just read to the, the post, now look, this is what I'm going to ask you to do. If you're not prepared to do it, tell me now. Mm. But if you're prepared to do it, you'll you'll be glad at the end of the year yeah. because we're going to make some run. We're going to, we're going to do something this club hasn't done for a long time. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fitter than you ever been before and I'm going to make demands on you but I will be leading. I'll do it. if if I can't do it, I won't ask you to do it. Yeah. So that's how things happen. We developed a great team spirit.